you're 21 or older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online. They ship directly to most states or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without your essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie with me. And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting into go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on then having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. It's a meat eater podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia, the only game show where conservation always wins. I am your host, Spencer Newharth, and I have some good news and bad news. The bad news is we don't have Steve Rinella or Brody Henderson here today, but the good news is we have Clay Newcomb here. That's Clay, right. welcome to the show. Thanks, man. Woo! Woo! Be Clay's easy to the, fill the hole those why two boys is it left. Ba- why is it bad news that they're not here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It feels like That's in general question. this room is... Energy's better? Yeah, like yeah, it's po- a, positive. It's just generally yeah. more positive. I feel like we can more timely. I feel like we can speak. It's definitely a younger crowd. <laughs> yeah, a lot younger. <laughs> Now, Clay is the only person who is undefeated at trivia. He has played yeah. once and he's won once. How's that feel? Man, it feels great to be on top of the mountain, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Clay, I have to tell you a secret. Keep this between us. Don't tell Steve or Cal or Mark. But I think Bear Grease is the best podcast meat eater has. Yes. Thank you. It is. Thank I mean you. that. Thank you. What, what should a new folks... hard stamp of approval. That's right. You were, you were giving me a preview before the show of what's to come on Bear Grease in the next few months. Tell these listeners what they can expect. Ah, you, you want me to go into the details no, of that? No, no, no. Not that amount of detail. Uh, <laughs> I'll give think, you a whole think... podcast right now, man. <laughs> Steve's right. not here. I can talk. <laughs> no. So we're doing a we're gonna do a series on some of Arkansas's most notorious turkey poachers of all time. Oh, Who nice. Were guys that I they were much older than me. They were my father's age, but I grew up with them. And they, they just in the last year, the last brother, it was two brothers. One of them passed away. And it's a pretty incredible story. Interviewed huh. the game wardens that chased them, interviewed their family. And y- the wild part is, Giannis Boutelis, is you're going to have a hard time not being endeared to these men. Mm. I'm going to leave it right there. That's wow. a good tease. 
Now, we are also joined by Gabby Wilson. This is her first time on the show. Gabby, tell folks what you do here at Meat Eater. I am the social media coordinator. What does that mean? I coordinate the social media. I, sque- <laughs> I schedule posts. I actually work pretty closely with Misty Newcomb and the Wild and Whole team and schedule posts for them and work with the content over there. So, yep. Gabby, welcome to the show. Now, if you're not familiar, this is a 10-round quiz show with questions born out of Meat Eater's four verticals. What are they, Yanni? Hunting, fishing, eating, <clears throat> and conservation. <laughs> That's right. And there is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $500 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. So far, we've had Steve win five times, Brody win four, and Clay, Seth, Giannis, and Corinne each win once. So we're going to have a first-time winner or a second-time winner today. No Steve or Brody to well, But to do you away. have the stats as to like what their ratio from wins to how many Brody, times they've Brody played? Is by far in first place, if we're talking ratio. Because Steve, mm. so you're saying Steve's played a lot more. Well, well ratio would be Clay Newcomb, who's played oh, sure, once yeah. and won once. One for uh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. Right. So where where then does then uh, I think then I think we'd have Brody Henderson next. So even though Steve's got one more win, yep. Brody's done it in less tries. That's right. Now today in the room, besides Clay and Gabby, we also have Giannis Butelis, Ryan Callahan, Seth Morris, Corinne Schneider, and Rick Hutton. I'm thinking with this crew, it's going to take like six correct answers to win. So it's going to be the, the bar. Now we have some housekeeping. Was we, that a dig? No, no, no. Not a dig at all. Not a How dig do you feel all. about that, Gabby? I it's going to take six to win with this crew. I don't have very yeah, well, high I mean, expectations. In, interpret that for me. These, I'm, I'm, these I'm for lost. Degrees, is what he's saying. It's as much about the questions <laughs> as it is about the group answering oh, them. Oh, that was diplomatic. That's now, right. how do you how are you forming these questions? Do you do you take into account the people that are in the room? Sometimes, if we have a guest, I will. Uh, but no one in this room counts as guest, so these are just straight up meat eater for vertical questions. Mm. Now we have some housekeeping to get to. We previously talked about who sings the Thirty Point Buck. While many believe it's the Youpers, it's actually Bananas at Large. The Wisconsin band released that song in 1989. Also on a previous show, we had a question about what are the only states with a flathead catfish record over 100 pounds. I was only looking at hook and line records, which would make the answer Nebraska, Kansas, and Missouri. But if you factor in trot line records, then Oklahoma and Texas would be added to the list. Brody nor Steve answered Oklahoma or Texas there, so it wouldn't affect the outcome of the game. And with that, we are now on to Meat Eater Trivia. Play the drop, Phil. Look, I need to know what I stand to win everything. How's that? Just tend to win everything. Game on, suckers! Question one, as always, will be multiple choice. The topic is fishing. Which of these is not a crankbait color sold by Rapala? Is it pink squirrel, bleeding clown, root beer crawdad, or patriotic shad? Again, which of these is not a crankbait color sold by Rapala? Pink squirrel, bleeding clown, root beer crawdad, or patriotic shad? Seth, how are you feeling about this? Mm. Actually, not confident. Mm. <laughs> and I spent a lot of time looking at Rapala's. I know. I was, mm. after my little trip down the Yellowstone recently, I was buying and looking at crankbaits and, and, uh, I didn't see half of those uh, answers. Does everybody have an answer? Mm, there's a lot of custom colors these days, so. Mm-hmm. There's too many variations. 
It's like a, a horrible Clay, math problem. Clay, mm. I know you've only it's played like, once, but you're supposed to hide your answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying bleeding tip. clown, Gabby saying bleeding clown, Clay saying bleeding, bleeding clown. clown, Corinne saying bleeding clown, Rick saying bleeding clown, Seth saying pink squirrel, and Yana saying patriotic shad. Nobody said root beer crawdad. The correct answer is patriotic shad. No way. No way. What? Giannis got it correct. Giannis got it right? Giannis got it right. Other unique How'd you names. you know that, Giannis? I guessed that. Like Just I guessed. said, there was a couple that I hadn't heard recently being on there. That's a gutsy I, guess. I, I mean, you're attacking something patriotic? Exactly. My God. <laughs> wow. You must wow. be a liberal. <laughs> I, I am. bitch. Jeez. Mostly. But uh, I figured it just depends on who I'm hanging out with, actually, whether I'm liberal or not. But uh, no, because I figured that was like everybody would figure, of course, Rapala would have a patriotic shad. What fishing yeah. company wouldn't have hey, a patriotic know, that, shad? I bet yeah. you're good at paper, rock, scissors. I bet you're good at paper, rock, scissors. Because Paper, you know, rock, scissors. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because rock, yeah, rock, paper, rock paper, paper, scissors. Yeah, rock, paper, yeah. scissors. That's the way you play. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever, man. Yeah. No, no. But when you know what the guy's gonna do, so you calculate what he knows you're gonna do, and you do something different. That's what Giannis did. Oh, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I see that. Like yeah. the double cross. You threw me off with the paper, rock, scissors. <laughs> yeah. There goes one yeah, of the six I needed to win. Other unique names from Apollo include Hot thing. Mustard, Caribbean Shad, Black Wonder Bread, Green Tiger, Voodoo Haze, Demon, Juicy Lucy, Blue Ghost, and my personal favorite, Moldy Fruit. Mm. See, some of those are the mm. new custom colors, aren't they? Mm, a couple of them are new. Yeah, but the Bleeding Clown's been around for a while. I've caught yeah, some but, of the biggest yeah. walleye on but the there's Bleeding Clown. <laughs> like Clown I'm very familiar with. There's uh-huh. always like Clown something I didn't Here, know. Here's what Rapala liked to do about six years ago. They took all of their classic colors, and then they put a red bill on them and then called them Bleeding Blank. So that's uh, where you get the Bleeding Clown. Yeah. We are now on to question two. The topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Brandon Hart. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. America's last legally killed jaguar was shot by a deer hunter in what state? America's last legally killed jaguar was shot by a deer hunter in what state? Some quick answers in the room. Some erasing by Seth. Second no, guess. I, I just erased my small answer and made uh, it bigger so it's easier for you to see. There we go. That's how confident That's he is. That's courtesy now. right there. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying Arizona, Gabby saying Florida, Clay saying Arizona, Corinne saying Florida, Rick saying Texas, Seth saying Arizona, and Giannis saying Arizona. Giannis is two for two. The correct answer is Arizona. Right. This jaguar was a male killed in 1965 in Arizona's Patagonia Mountains. Although their distribution used to go as far east as Louisiana, as far west as California, and as far north as Colorado, it's believed the only ones left in America are in very southern Arizona. Spencer, and New Mexico. You know. Hey, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fill you in on the, mm-hmm. so I don't write in to correct you. Okay. Warner Glenn in 1996 bayed with his mountain lion dogs in New Mexico, the first live documented jaguar. Like all the other jaguars they'd brought in dead up until that point. Well, we can't really call them, call them mountain lion dogs now, can he? They're jaguar dogs. Well, they twice they have. He's, he's bayed two, but it was in New Mexico. I like it. 
There have, a photo of it. There have been a few uh, killed since then in Arizona, but they were, I think one was poached by a couple like teenage duck hunters, and then the other one was killed by a mountain lion hunter. I don't think he knew what he was shooting. Spencer, do you mm. know what the best movie of all time is? No, what is it? Raising Arizona. <laughs> there you go. Are you a big Nick Cage fan? <laughs> How can you not be? <laughs> Come on. Bottomless talent. That's right. We are on to question three. The topic is foraging. What does the colorful acronym LBM stand for in foraging? What does the colorful acronym LBM stand for in foraging? A quick answer from Ryan Callahan, but the rest of the room looks fairly stumped. Stump. It's a good mushroom pun, Spencer. LBM? LBM. Boy, Seth, Corinne could start my... a fire with that brain activity. Man, Seth's like the guy that if you leave your cards hanging down just a little bit, you know, you're just trying to be <laughs> got, nice guy. got me like, through college. Like <laughs> yeah, it's not not a buddy's game around here. Prison rules. You, if you want to copy out mine, you can though, because it is not right. Oh, yeah, mine's not right either. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? No. You're still guessing. You don't, right? have, you don't have to have uh, one. Yeah, I'm just going to take a pass on You're this out, one. Rick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying little brown mushrooms. <laughs> Gabby saying light, bright, blank. Clay saying... Leave, that behind behind Leave behind many. Leave behind many. That's good. Oh, that's, it's like, that's good. It's like that's, CPR for mushroom hunting. If that's not one, it should be one. <laughs> Corinne saying something blossoming something. Rick without an answer, Seth saying little blue mushroom, and Giannis saying little brown mushroom. Giannis is three for three. The correct answer is little brown mushrooms. God. Really? So Seth, close. you were right Giannis there. cleaning house. You were right there. Well, now, did, did Giannis have mushrooms pluralized? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, I took the time to write in an ass. Thank you for, for <laughs> you know. filling in for Steve while he's not here. Yeah. Now, this isn't a scientific term, but it's popular in the mushroom hunting community. LBMs are largely avoided by foragers because the group doesn't contain many choice edibles. Some LBMs are in the psychedelic category, while others can kill you. If you're new to foraging, it's best to just avoid LBMs altogether. You even said the word mushroom after the question was asked. Right. Steve would have uh, chopped your head off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because he's horribly insecure. <laughs> <laughs> he's got nothing to do with the game. That's just a personal thing. We're on to question four. We can edit that out, right? Yeah. The topic is hunting. This next great question. Hold on. Meter trivia with no Steve Ranella, a.k.a. roast Stephen Ranella. <laughs> Steve Ranella. <laughs> you know what? I was pretty sure that's what it would devolve into, and here we are. Mm. How come we're not roasting Brody at all? <laughs> He's too innocent. Uh, <laughs> bro, he's a nice guy. <laughs> It'd be over his head. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> now the topic is hunting. This next great question comes to us via Tom Marshall. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. A bench leg deer is a hybrid of what two animals? A bench leg deer is a hybrid of what two animals? Bench leg. Bench. B-E-N-C-H. A bench leg deer. I've never heard of it. Nah. If me and Seth hadn't heard of it, it ain't real. (laughs) Yeah, it ain't real. A hybrid of... A bench leg deer is a hybrid of what two animals? Nobody knew this one off the bat. 
Going to be a lot of educated guesses in the room. Hmm. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, mine doesn't make sense either. I don't think mine's even possible. Before <laughs> I think about it. <laughs> a bench leg deer. I'm going off of regional colloquialism. Does everybody have an answer? Rick is furiously writing. Gabby, just write down two animals. Come on. (laughs) But then I'm going to look stupid if... Corinne's writing her abstract to the the paper she's about to put out about these two animals. Corinne's drawing a picture of it. (laughs) A bench Bench leg leg deer. deer. Is this possible? I don't know. We'll find out. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying a mule deer and a whitetail. Gabby saying a coyote and a deer. Clay saying a mule deer and a blacktail. Corinne saying a moose and a deer. Rick saying a fallow deer and a mule deer. Mm. Seth saying a whitetail and a sika. And Giannis saying a blacktail and a mule deer. Giannis is on fire. It is a blacktail no and a mule deer. Oh, oh, so I had that written down. But hey, I Clay got it too. That they're like there's such a debate on in areas of whether it is a mule deer or a blacktail anyway that I said, oh, that doesn't make any sense. They're too close. Most bench it's legs. The only appear. two I've even heard of, you know, mating. So. Oh really? Not the now. Not why the do they tail. call them? Sorry. Huh? Why do they call them? Bench yeah. Did you legs? know? So that? I couldn't get to the bottom of why they call them that. Um, I found. <laughs> <laughs> I found a theory in a forum online. So you're going to accept all answers on this <laughs> one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that uh, there's something like a bench leg horse. Is that right? Mm, that never heard right of it. You? There's something like a bench leg horse that has like shorter legs and like more of a barrel-like body. Oh. So that's where this comes from. I, I don't know. Hmm. But I couldn't find anywhere else. Mm. Now, most bench legs appear bench in the Pacific. Leg, like furniture it's, leg. It's make, yeah, it's Got making it. sense now. Most bench legs appear in the Pacific Northwest, while Boone and Crockett doesn't track bench leg records Washington and Oregon kind of do. Both states have records for Cascade blacktails, which are deer killed in an area where blacktail and mule deer herds overlap. We're on to question mm. five. We'll get a scoreboard update after this oh, from Bill the Engineer. It's like in California, it's always like they really want it to be a blacktail, even though it's, it looks very much like a mule deer, right? Because it's going to score way more as a blacktail. Right. Yeah. Oh, Why wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, it's either a... Kind of a small, okay mule deer or a giant black right. tail. Exactly. You know, I, talking about mule deer, every, I think probably every community in the east where there's only whitetails has some story of mule deer being released back in the 40s and 50s. That oh. sounds like an episode of Bear Grease. Yeah, I've never thought of it before, but like there's guys that just swear to me that in the Ozarks they released mule deer like in the 60s. And it's probably, you know, because somebody killed like a fork G2 buck. I like it. Coming uh, in September of 2022 from the Bear Grease podcast. It'll be two minutes long. There we go. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> It'll be my intro. <laughs> and then me saying it This didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> Roll the ads and yeah. end it. <laughs> Question five. The topic is gear. Nine states have an official state firearm. Name one of them. Nine states have an official state firearm. Name one of them. The state or the firearm? The state. It's a good question, Clay. Name the state. Did you get it? Do you right? know this? No. I don't either. Does everybody have an answer? No. You wrote down so confident. Well, well there's fifty states. There, there's always there's <laughs> always there's always a state that is gonna be 
pretty heavily involved in pro-gun type stuff. California, you mean. <laughs> Don't give my answer. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying New York, Gabby saying Wisconsin, Clay saying Wyoming, oh. Corinne saying West Virginia, Rick saying Kentucky, Seth saying Pennsylvania, and Yana saying Texas. The correct answer is Alaska, Arizona, Indiana, Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and West Virginia. Oh, man, Clay. That was a, that was a good guess, State. though. As soon as you had that, I was like, like a cowboy lot. Clay, yes, Clay got Do you know what they are? Uh, so the first state good to do this me. was Utah in 2011 when it designated the M1911 pistol as its official state gun. Other notable state firearms include Kentucky and the Kentucky Long Rifle, Pennsylvania and the Pennsylvania Long Rifle, yep. West Virginia and the Hall Model 1819 Flintlock, and Alaska and the pre-1964 Winchester Model 70. Ooh. Mm. Oh, shit. That's cool. What? That was Texas on the list? Texas was on there. I think theirs was a Colt pistol, Giannis but I can't remember right. for certain. Giannis Don't is already <laughs> five for five. What, what I mean, what, what's the tie one, one between more to Utah the and a nineteen eleven <laughs> model nineteen eleven? John, John I have Moses, no idea. John Moses Browning. Is that it? Was, yeah. was yeah. from Utah? Yeah, definitely. Ogden, Utah. There's a the Browning Museums in Ogden, oh, Utah. No yeah, kid. John Moses Browning was from Utah and he's Browning yeah. Firearms. That's why we got you here. There you go. Look at that. Well, well I didn't there. have that as a Damn question, Spencer. <laughs> and Utah, again, was the first state to do it in 2011, so expect more states to come. That's a curveball, too. Like, 2011? you think that would be older. But Phil, hit us with a scoreboard update. Uh, let's see. Yet to uh, put herself on the board, Gabby. Apologies. Shocking. <laughs> uh, rounding up next, we got Corinne and Rick with one. Then uh, Seth and Cal and Clay. I'll have two points. Good gravy. And man, just, wow. just flying out there in the lead is Giannis Patelis. This is just a five beat points. down. Yeah. Beat down. Yeah. We'll see if we can trip him up. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? And you probably got rain gear, but you shouldn't overlook sunny day gear. Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite Hoodie has you covered on the sunniest day. Man, I was just in Hawaii and I had my Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite Hoodie with me. And here's the deal. We're in and out of the water all the time, getting to go spearfishing, getting out, taking the kids to the beach. I'm not going to mess around all day putting sunscreen on and having to get washed off. I just run a hoodie. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to, especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection? We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow, so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head on over to Columbia.com slash PFG and shop all of their performance fishing gear. O'Reilly Auto Parts are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. If you're confused about what part you need, like what wipers are going to be the best, what replacement headlights are going to be the best, go into O'Reilly and talk to the people that work there because they're great and they're super friendly and they'll get you squared away where you walk out knowing you got the right thing. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry 
if you're in a jam. Do you need your windshield wipers replaced? You need a brake light fixed? You need some quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eater. We've all seen plenty of gadgets and fads come and go, but here's one product that stood the test of time. Seafoam Motor Treatment. Lots of hunters and anglers know that seafoam helps engines run better and last longer. It's really simple. When you pour it in your gas tank, seafoam cleans harmful fuel deposits that cause engine problems. I'm talking common stuff like hard starts, rough engine performance, or lost fuel economy. Seafoam is an easy way to prevent or overcome these problems. Just pour a can in your gas tank and let it clean your fuel system. You probably know someone who has used a can of seafoam to get their truck or boat going again. People everywhere rely on seafoam to keep their trucks, boats, and small engines running the way they should the entire season. I, for one, use it on all of my outboard engines up in Alaska every year. Help your engine run better and last longer. Pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com to learn more. Question six, the topic is public lands. How many acres are in a section of land? How many acres are in a section of land? Some very confident answers in the room. Cal, do you not know this? I already wrote my, oh, okay. my numbers down. Very, very quick answers. Cow. Cow Again, how shows. many acres in a section of land? I see we didn't choose the questions per the room today. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Oh, shoot. I hope I didn't answer too quick. I may need to do some math. Go ahead and reveal your answers. Too late. We have Cal saying 640, Gabby <laughs> saying 100, 640. Corinne saying 20, Rick saying 640, 640, 640. The correct answer is 640. Hey, okay. 20 acres what, in what? L.A. would be the equivalent <laughs> of 640 in a lot of places. <laughs> Spencer, what I was thinking maybe it was a, is it a, what do they call? A township. A township. I think there's okay. 36 townships. 36 sections. In a town. That, yes, that's what it is. That's correct. Yeah, that's why I was thinking. All a of section of land is one square mile. A half section is 320 acres. A quarter section is 160. And a quarter quarter is 40. This simple system was valuable to American frontiersmen and surveyors who had a shaky grasp on mathematics. We're on to question seven. The topic is conservation. This next great question comes to us via Dolan Perry. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. What Canadian province has five of the top ten Boone and Crockett entries for bighorn sheep? What Canadian province has five of the top ten Boone and Crockett entries for bighorn sheep? Not confident, Spencer. This might be the now you're six for six, so Not this, this may either. be the one. There's does everybody have an answer? 
Steve was here, he'd be like, shut up, Clay. Don't be saying <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Don't be giving no hints. <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. There's we only have two, really. Ooh, Cal. Two possibilities. Cal saying Alberta. Gabby saying BC. Clay saying BC. Corinne saying Manitoba. Rick saying Alberta. Seth saying BC. And Giannis saying BC. The correct answer is Alberta. Oh, oh yes. Oh, Hashtag Berta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of the no. top 10 entries, five are from Alberta, four are from Montana, and one is from South Dakota. Alberta's biggest sheep of all time was hit by a vehicle near Longview in 2010. It's estimated that bighorn was 14 years old. Now, Rick, did you really know that? Or I was pretty, just... No, I was pretty confident. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, when you're reading off trophies stats uh-huh. the age of the animal is not nearly as interesting to folks who yeah. are into trophies as Give the size of the animal <laughs> how old was your sheep Giannis? <laughs> nine or ten yeah nine nine you could be ten well there i a bunch of biologists looked at it and they came up with answers between eight and ten so i've landed on nine but i would like <laughs> to know uh how many inches of horn that mm. 14 year old uh big horn Ram has. I don't have that in front. Of you really, you've never, you've never been in some trophy circles where that's kind of the number. Of folks trophy circles. On? This circle. <laughs> Me and Yaz, right. Seth, Rick. Like, how yeah. do you Gabby? measure your white-tailed deer? Is it by age typically? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. We're on to question eight. We'll, we'll have get a correction a, next week. That's right. We'll, we'll get that answer for you. The topic is cooking. We'll get another scoreboard update after this. What French term roughly translates to cute filet in English? Topic is cooking. What French term roughly translates to cute filet in English? Again, what French term roughly translates to cute Uh, filet? I'm second guessing myself now. Guessing. I'm only spelled it right. <laughs> oh, it's a word that Seth couldn't it's, spell. I'm changing mine. I know he can spell what I just wrote. Does are, everybody are, have an answer? Isn't Phil a francophile? What does that mean? Okay, if you mean I took two years of it in high school? Yes. 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 I remember. I remember. I'm still in the dark here. What's a francophile? Somebody who's into Frenchies. Mademoiselle. <laughs> Does everybody have an answer? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying filet mignon. Gabby saying mm. filet mignon, Clay saying souffle, Corinne saying petite filet, Rick saying <laughs> sous vide, <laughs> Seth saying <laughs> mignon, filet <French> mignon, M I N I O N. Listen, I told That's you. That's a mix of onion. It's <laughs> <and laughs> mignon. <laughs> and Giannis saying filet mignon. Yeah, but you know what I meant. The correct answer is filet mignon. Oh, we should, we should give it, it to right. Seth, for sure. He can have it. I got one. The Did definition you? of filet mignon is a thick slice of beef cut from the narrow end of a beef tenderloin. The term was popularized in the 1906 book The Four Million, which portrayed the cut of meat as a symbol of luxury and romance. And bland. that's like the most bland chunk of meat you can have. No well, fat. That's why they got to wrap it in bacon. I won't find me of ordering that. Mm-mm. Phil, hit us with a scoreboard update. Mm-mm. All right, the only uh, the only two left in it right now are uh, Giannis and Cal, because Giannis has seven, Cal has five. I think define left in it, though. <laughs> like, what's your scenario? 
Well, if how many questions do we have left? There's two questions left. So if Giannis oh. doesn't get them and you do, it's a tie game. Yeah, it's a tie game. Yes. Got it. Mm. We could all gang up and try to throw Giannis off. Yeah. Like heck, like getting his head. <laughs> Subterfuge. Giannis. How many, like, how many tiebreaker questions do you typically come equipped with? I write Spencer. four of them. We've never had to go beyond one, but I'm ready if we have to. We've never gone beyond one? No. No way. No. Do, you, huh. uh, do you use those same four every trivia? Yeah, they'll just carry over to the next okay. one if, if uh, we don't end up using any. We're on to question nine. The topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Daniel Woolley. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. Contrary to its name, the spotted sea trout is not a trout at all. What family does it belong to? Contrary to its name, the spotted sea trout is not a trout at all. What family does it belong to? Giannis Putellis does not know the answer. I got a good guess. I don't know that's I don't know how to spell this one either. I don't know how to spell this one, this one either. Mm. I don't think I'm right either. Son of a gun. Well. While you guys are thinking, I just want to let you all know how much fun I've had playing trivia with you guys. I'll play with you oh. anytime. See how he's 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 trying to win you over. He's trying to win twice. We never get that from Steve. That's right. You know what Giannis told me last time off air? He said that he wishes every day he could play Wordle and Meat Eater Trivia. <laughs> do you uh, you spend much time fishing for sea trout and when you do the, your North Carolina trip? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, people love talking about how good they are. I've never been a real fan of the, the meat. It's, pro- it's on the bland side. Well, I think what people love is that they're relatively easy to catch. Yes. When they're there, they're very easy to catch. Yeah, especially if you're in the live the live bait game. Does everybody have an answer? Yes. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying croaker, Gabby without an answer, Clay saying uh, the sea the- trout distant family, distant cousin family, Corinne saying eel, Rick saying char, Seth saying mackerel, and Giannis saying mackerel. Ooh. The correct answer is drum or croaker. Ooh. So Cal got it. Cal. Cal. Cal's back and in we the are game. Coming down we to the game last now. question. <laughs> Clay, you almost got a good announcer voice there. Let's hear some color commentary here. Ryan Callahan's back in the game, folks, after that incredible answer. Giannis Patel is sweating bullets over there. It's back. It's back. <laughs> We're Chester on the field coming up. <laughs> Back to the wall. Down to the final question. The topic is woodsmanship. Mm. What direction is at 225 degrees on a standard compass? What direction is at 225 degrees on a standard compass? You can see the room thinking very hard. Some of them are drawing diagrams. Two, what'd you say? 225? 225. Giannis, do you think you know this? I think I have a 50-50 shot at it. Cal, do you think you know this? Well, unless you're trying to be tricky. What was the number again? 225. What direction is at 225 degrees on a standard compass? Does everybody have an answer? 
Ryan Callahan, his brows are furrowed. Yep, Giannis still has a stone face. <clears throat> it might come down to how a particular you're going to want to be. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Cal saying West, Gabby saying Southwest, Clay saying West, Corinne saying Southwest, Rick saying Southwest, Seth saying Northwest, and Giannis saying Southwest. The correct answer is Southwest. Wow. Making Giannis Mutelis incredible. Wow. What a run. What a run. Now, this win, though, is going to come with an asterisk, isn't it? No. Absolutely not. Why would I? Well, because Stephen Rell is not going to let me climb up the ranks amongst the trivia winners when he's not here. But he did. He's in town right now. And he chose not to be here. Scared. Oh. He was scared. <laughs> he knew I was playing with all of my two That's points right. over here. Mm-hmm. Now, Giannis, where are you donating the $500? Oh, you know what? I promised a uh, buddy, acquaintance of mine, that I was going to do it last time. And then I didn't do it and uh, gave it to the sheep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I even got an email. And he's like, bro, you really? said. I was like, oh, I totally forgot. So, now, anyways, what do you mean you promised? Like, you talked to this person he, beforehand. Yeah, he said, hey, man, if you were playing trivia uh-huh. and you wanted to, yep. you could, you know. And I was like, hey, that's a great idea because it, you know, I think just mentioning them here now on mm-hmm. this uh, trivia show will help them out immensely. But Daryl Jack, I believe that's how he says his last name, runs a program called Swap out of uh, Tennessee. And they take kids from there, from the east, and take them west. And then on opposing years, they take kids from the west back to the east. How far west? Like western Tennessee oh, or like no, no, Idaho? No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Rockies. Mm. Um, and then they sell them into servitude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are they doing with these yeah, kids? Yeah, yeah. Where's the conservation angle? <laughs> no, 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 yeah, they, they're, they're just uh, showing them uh, the you know other side of the country and, and what it has to offer with uh, habitat and wildlife, landscapes, et cetera, hoping that these kids sort of uh, head in, in a uh, you know, wildlife, resources, biology uh, direction with their uh, higher schooling. And cool. if, you're, if you're born in the Midwest... Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's called Don't a flyover coming by. Send you to no, Canada. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. You can still go west from the Midwest. You can go southwest. You go, you go east or west. 225 That's degree true. angle. That's the beauty That's of true. it. That's true. It's good. Well done, Giannis. And you Thank proved you. me wrong. You got eight correct uh, with an authoritative victory. Well done. That was impressive. Thank you. That was. Good yep. job, Giannis. That's it for this game of Meat Eater Trivia. Join us next time for another round where conservation always wins. This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. It is a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that they need and that meets them where they are and helps them get through challenges. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, you can connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 
Montana Casting Company is a performance fly rod and reel company based right here in our capital, Helena, Montana. Each model of fly rod is a tribute to Montana's rugged beauty and adventurous spirit. Their rods capture the look, feel, and craftsmanship of a custom-built fly rod. Scott personally calls every customer who buys one of his rods. Head to montanacastingco.com and use code MEATEATER20 at checkout for a one-time 20% off discount. 